What a great honor, a great blessing to be together again this wonderful morning. It's been such a beautiful season of God's visitation. We had an amazing, wonderful, very wonderful weekend in God's presence here in Rotterdam. The World Revival Fire Conference was such a great blessing. A great blessing with God challenging us through His servants to draw near to God, to stand before God, and to die to self, to die to the world, and to live, to live for God. It was so wonderful to see that no man can see the Lord and live. No man, no man. For God is a spirit, and they that must worship him, must worship him in spirit and in truth. We are in a new season. We are in a new season. And God wants to take us from glory to glory. God wants to bring us from glory to glory. And I'm so convinced that it's a new day. It's a new day. It's a new season, my dear people. We can see the coals of revival. We can see the emblems of revival. We can see the coals of restoration and refreshing. And we must fan them into flame. We must fan them into flame. Yes, yes. The patriarchs and the matriarchs of faith who became shining stars in God's kingdom were ordinary people, ordinary men, ordinary women, ordinary young boys and girls who drew near to God, who stood before the Lord, who died to themselves and used their gifts, their gifts to affect their generation for God. They used their gifts to transform their world, to impact their world for Jesus. Perhaps they had similar gifts as other people in their generation. Some even had something much less, much less, of less value or lesser value than what others had majority of them were ordinary men who did extraordinary things for God in their days. From humble backgrounds, they rose. They rose to prominence before God and men because they gave complete attention to the use and development of the little deposit of the Spirit of God in them. They used their gifts. Friends, these people were intentional and they went all out until the deposit of the Spirit, the deposit of the Spirit of God in them found great and glorious expression through them by the Spirit. Same thing Paul charged Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 15, saying, Meditate on these things. 
give yourself entirely, completely to them, that your progress, that your advancement, that your profiting may be evident to all. May be evident to all. I have been reading about some of the fathers of faith in the last few days. And one thing that is common to them is the fact that they gave attention to what God deposited in them. And they stayed on it. They stayed on it until it became a mighty fire that the world has not recovered from. The arrowhead of the revival at Wales that battered many revival meetings all over the world is Evans Robert. Evans Robert, a man who devoted five to eight hours daily unto prayers. Five to eight hours daily before the Lord. He sought God earnestly through prayers. He stood before the Lord until the coals of fire in him became a mighty fire that consumed the entire city and many other cities around him. Dearly beloved, the difference between that young man, Evans Robert, and many of us today is that he devoted his time to prayer. He devoted his time to prayer. He was a man of like passion. He had similar gift. He had similar deposit. But by use of his gift, by reason of waiting upon the Lord, by, you, by reason of spending time with God, he developed his gift. He developed his gift. And his gift became a mighty tool of revival for his generation. James chapter 5 verse 17 to 18 says of Elijah, he was a man of like passion and he prayed earnestly and the laws of nature, the laws of physics were suspended. No rain for three and a half years until he released the rain again. He was a man of like passion, a man of similar nature. He had the same limitations we had. He had the same challenges we had. Yet, by reason of his prayers, by reason of his, his, his commitment to God, that capacity which was deposited on the inside of him became a mighty tool for national revival, for global revival. Oh, I read the story of another man called George Muller, a man who at the end of his life had raised 2,100 orphans. 2,100 orphans. He provided accommodation for them. He fed them. He prayed for them. He educated them and took absolute care of them. How? By prayers. By prayers. By prayers. All he started with was a burden. A burden. A burden for the orphans. He prayed. He prayed the burden through and used his gift graciously to serve his generation. To serve his generation. It's so wonderful to know that at the age of 70, 
at the age of 70, George Muller felt God was calling him to reach the world. And before he died, at the age of 96, George had preached in 44 countries. Dear sir, dear man, if your gift is alive, you will be alive. If your gift is strong, you will be strong. Age is not a limitation. No, your age should not be a limitation. If your gift still has relevance to your generation, you will still be relevant. If you can still spend time with God, even at the age of 100, you will still be relevant. Imagine a 70-year-old man starting a worldwide evangelistic outreach ministry at the age of 70 and within 17 years within 17 years he had traveled over 200,000 miles 200,000 miles 200,000 the power of God the power of vision the power of the deposit of the gift of God in him sustained him strengthened him enabled him mm. My dear friends, there is a powerful gift in your life. There is something that God has deposited in you. There is something powerful in you. There is something glorious in you. But you must be intentional about it. You must be strategic about the use of your gift. You must draw near to God. You must push closer. You must stand before him. You must die to self. Die to the world. Die to the allurement of sin. Come alive in him. Come alive in him. And he will sustain the gift in you. The first thing and most powerful thing I want to say to you this morning is that you must build consistency with the use of your gift. Build consistency. Build consistency with the use of your gift. With the use of that which God has deposited in you. What you do not use consistently may eventually not serve the purpose. Yes, it will not serve its purpose. Consistency is a sign of maturity and discipline. Consistent prayer life. All these men I mentioned, both Evans Robert and Judge Muller, were men that were consistent in their prayer life. Jesus Christ was consistent with his prayer life and with the use of his gift. Brothers, sisters, there is something powerful, something glorious in you. Yes, in you. And you must develop it by building consistency. You must build consistency. I have seen great people with great talent who could not commit to the consistent use of their gift. They could not. They could not. And what happened to them? They faded away. Yes, they faded away. Men who are not consistent will fade away. It does not matter how powerful, how glorious, how anointed, how wonderful you may your gift may be. No, it does not matter. If you are not consistent, 
if you cannot build consistency before God, there are dimensions of the Spirit that will never be revealed unto you. Brother, sister, it's time. It's time to build consistency. It's time to spend time with the Lord. It's time to keep using that thing, whether it's prayer, whether it's singing, whether it's preaching, whether it's serving in any capacity. There is a gift of God in you that will explode and serve your generation, serve your generation if you use it consistently consistently one of the challenges today is that i see people doing multiple things in multiple places at multiple times and at the end of the day they have no tangible result to show for it at the end of their days they've wasted their strength they've wasted their gifts they've wasted their energy all because they want recognition they do what others are doing they miss their place in destiny many have lived in regret because of their own inconsistency and instability inconsistency and instability inconsistency and instability is a common challenge in our times too many people are not stable too many people are not consistent the patriarchs the matrix of faith they do not have anything super 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 better than what god has given to us in fact we have better promises we have better opportunities we have access to better resources but these men were consistent men they were consistent people they kept on stood on their vision stood on their gift and stood before the lord they came close to god they died to their own self the need to gain popularity they died to it the need to serve themselves they died to it the need to follow popular opinion, they died to it. They were less distracted because they were dead men. Dead men are least distracted people you can ever find. Oh yes, oh yes, I am dead and my life is hidden in Christ, in God. Only dead men, men who are dead to the world, are hidden in Christ, in God. And the process of their hiding is the process of their development in the times of their hiding in the times of their of their seclusion from the world they grow they grow they become mighty when the world sees them they have something to offer that will transform their world that will change their world that will reform their world brothers and sisters what you carry can reform your world what god has put in you can change your world but you know what you need to separate yourself you need to build consistency before the lord you need to stand before the lord you need to seek him you need to seek his face you need to stay in that place stay in that place of prayer stay in that place of intercession stay in that place in the place of prayer we die to serve in the place of genuine agonizing prayer we die to the flesh we die to the desires of the world we die to the world and the things the world has to offer there is no better place to die 
than the place of prayer. And there is no better place to rise, to rise, than the place of prayer. Oh, may the Lord, may the Lord impart us, impart us with the spirit of intercession. Yes, that we will be separated unto him. We will seek him in the sacred place until that which is deposited in us becomes a mighty flame, a mighty fire that we ravage our world, that we consume our world. Build consistency in the sacred place. Build stability by the constant use of that gift that God has given you. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 14 says, But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use, by constant use, have trained their senses to distinguish good from evil. Oh, by reason of constant use, they trained their senses. That is my emphasis here this morning. Consistency in the usage of your gift trains and develops your capacity and your capability. You become sharp. You become stronger. You become much more grace than ever. You become more anointed. Dearly beloved, the call this morning is that we should build consistency and I want to say to you, build consistency in the place of prayer. Build consistency in the place of prayer. And the gift of God in you, the gift of God in you, will be a blessing to your world. Amen. I've known you as a father I've known you as